0: Critics Corner podcast. We are back after a one week hiatus. William Locke joined by Luis Barranco, who is in Memphis and ready for our jump to conclusions week. Luis, how is it going? What's up? <laughs> how, doing? Doing? How, All
1: right. how are you doing? How are you doing?
0: Not much from Luis there. Um, no, no, no. I said, what's going on? You went quiet. You know, I just had to get – You give went it. quiet. You took five
1: seconds to say anything. So. I don't, I'm just being a fool today. I think today's podcast is going to be good vibes, you see. I got energy finally. You know, last pod I was pretty much tired from Vegas. But, you yeah, know – we could tell. We could tell. Bobs are up, you know, watching baseball. I mean, I saw a bunch of mid-baseball this week. Cannot lie. Yeah, it was
0: Friday night and the Grizzlies were playing game six of the Eastern, or the Western Conference semifinals and you were watching Cubs versus Diamondbacks.
1: I, I had the Grizzlies on the background, but it was giving more attention to the, to the Cubs Diamondbacks game. Apple TV game of the week. What are you talking about? Well,
0: I mean the Diamondbacks have been playing better, but you know that, that would have been the second screen for me. that would have been on the computer or the iPad and would I would have had the Grizzlies on the, the main screen. I was watching a, I was watching the Yankees on my computer, and I was watching the Grizzlies on the TV. I, I also watched uh, a bunch of Pirates and Reds series. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into what happened on Sunday later in the podcast. What, what am I supposed to do? What
1: baseball am I supposed to watch? I tried watching the Yankees game, and I, and I couldn't get on it in time. By the time the Yankees game, game came up, our boy Chapman blew the game on Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. I got to watch the Cardinals last night. And after like three innings, it was over. It was over in the first, basically. Exactly. I had to watch freaking and we'll talk about it later. I had to watch people throw 40-mile-an-hour fastballs, curveballs in the zone.
0: Okay? It was like 15-2. Well, like to two. I mean, I, I, I still only flipped it on because you were mentioning that a position player was pitching. But, I mean, I, I, I had turned that game off. Both the Suns, Mavericks, and that game – were both blowouts, so it was kind of a disappointing night. I mean, the Rangers-Penguins game was really good, so.
1: I did watch that. I've been watching a lot of hockey. That The, car, the Flames-Stars series was good, but I also got to watch the – I finally – so we'll talk about it later.
0: I got to watch the Peacock game of the week. Yeah. Well, so I can talk about – you know, we can talk about – did you watch the game yesterday? I didn't watch – I was at work. I didn't watch the Peacock. I watched uh, the week before Red Sox uh, – White Sox game.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, Padres Braves, and I got to watch the whole game. And you know, I, I kind of got a good idea of the telecast of the telecast model.
0: It's basically NBC. Yeah, but like Nick Swisher is literally like cracked out of his mind. Like, yeah, it, it's a little bit too much fake energy from Nick Swisher for me. I don't know. Nick Swisher's going all, and then they got the dude. What's the
1: dude's name? I don't know what his name is, but
0: yeah, I. Can you tell you?
1: You got to give me a little more context there. I, I don't know, but I see him. He's, he does the Premier League. When uh, Rebecca Lowe doesn't do Premier League on
0: Saturdays, it's the dude. Oh, the American guy.
1: Yeah, the American guy. He was he, He's doing the preview. I do like that in the booth. They kind of have like, in, uh, like let's say a Marv Albert, Kevin Harlan doing like the yeah. play, and then they have one representative for each team. Yeah, so, they change
0: it up every week, which I. I don't know. I kind of like it. Kind of feel like maybe they should be. There should be more consistency. Here's my thing. If they're gonna do that,
1: get somebody from the actual like broadcast team. So for instance, yesterday they had Mark Sweeney from the Padres and they had Andrew Jones from the Braves. The thing is, Andrew Jones doesn't do the uh, the color for Bally Sports for Bally Sports uh, Southie. Yeah. Yeah. So, literally, he's like they're asking him stuff about the Braves, and he's like, "Yeah, he's a good player." Like that's everything he said. So it so, sounds like he he really doesn't hasn't been watching. Baseball. Like it's
0: not that he hasn't been watching, but like he kind of just like, "Oh yeah, he's a really good player." And Like so he doesn't have much nuance. He doesn't add like as a color guy. You're supposed to tell people stuff that they don't know. You're supposed to educate. You're supposed to have.
1: Here's my thing. He was adding to the telecast. Like he was talking like pitch strategy and all that stuff. Like he was, but like when it came down to like actual like Braves things, it was like kind of broader in a sense that you know you could have gotten that off a Wikipedia page.
0: So yeah, he hasn't been tapped in every single game. Where yeah. like but he still brings the I played in MLB for 20 years. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to baseball aspect. Yeah. He he was they, they talked about his defense for like a good half inning. I mean I would, that I do enjoy like listening to these former players talk about playing in the big leagues because they have inside information that, you know, we can never have and they know what it's like day to day. But, you know, if they're not going to know about what's going on and it's clearly obvious that they don't know what's going on, then, I mean, I don't know how much do they add. So it's, yeah. I think Cameron Mabin's been good for the Yankees on Yes Network, but he's there every day. He's watching the team. So he has both aspects. I, I, so, like, I couldn't tell you from the Padres
1: side because I haven't watched the uh, Padres telecast, but, like, Mark Sweeney was was better at the color. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Andrew Jones was awful, but, you know, it was just kind of like a little bit, you know, not hard to watch, but it was just kind of like, eh, you know, we could have gotten done better. So
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we'll continue to monitor that as well as Apple TV. Uh, throughout the season. But we are here for our Jump to Conclusions podcast. Um, And obviously, we'll do all of our weekly superlatives uh, at the end. But we have some topics listed out. And we're basically going to say, are we jumping to the conclusion for whatever statement it is? So we really have everything for, or we have a conclusion for every division in the league. And then we also have some MVP and Cy Young stuff at the end as well. So quite a few topics we'll go through. Uh, each of them um, go into a little bit of detail. Don't want to go on too long. You know, don't want to make this podcast two hours or anything, but should be a good one. We're excited for it. So the first one, just because I put this first because a, you know, we always lead with the Yankees. So let's lead with something else, but they've also been one of the most interesting teams to watch this year. And that's the Los Angeles angels. And the conclusion is the angels are the real deal and will win the American League West. Luis, are you, are you there yet? Are you jumping to that conclusion, or are you not?
1: I'm not there yet, and so we'll talk about them more later. About I don't want to spoil anything, but they've they're been playing good baseball, but I want you to look at their schedule. Who did they play last week? Tell me who they played last week. Did you actually see who they played last week?
0: Yeah, I mean, they played Tampa and, you know, Oakland, who, who stinks. Tampa's okay, but Oakland, yeah.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. And then they played the Nationals before that. They played the Red Sox. The
0: when White, they were bad.
1: They, they, they played the White Sox when they were kind of like meh. The Guardians, which they're okay. Orioles, and then the Rangers. So in reality, when you look at their like schedule, it hasn't been that strong of a schedule. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, like we've talked about it on this podcast, you know, when you play bad baseball teams, what what do you say, William? What's your big thing? You always text me this in our group chat. What do you say?
0: Yeah, you you have to beat the teams that you're expected to beat. You got to take advantage of beating up on the bad teams.
1: You got to beat the Orioles. So, like, they're okay, but, I mean, I'm not jumping all the way in that conclusion yet because, you know, it's just kind of like look at who they've played. Don't get me wrong. But is finally getting it together, which I think can only be good. But uh, but then Trout hasn't been that strong this year. Like, he's been hit. You see his numbers are good, but, like, his war isn't that high.
0: What are you, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What, what are you talking about? He's, he's, like, he's got a 2.4 war. He's second in the league behind Ju, uh, Machado. 2.4? 2.4. He's leading the league in WRC+.
1: All right, then I, then I read the wrong thing.
0: Yeah, he's hitting 312, thirty-two OBP. He's having a great season. Nine home yeah. runs, 20 RBIs. Yeah, so out of here with that.
1: Okay, but, but still, like, they've had a – I just don't see it. I don't see the vision.
0: I don't see it. What is it? Is, is it the rotation or the, the lineup? It's just, like, they've played bad teams. They've played really- and, and, and they play Texas and Oakland this week, so we're not going to learn much from them. I want to see them play
1: the Yankees. And like the, and the, they lost the Astros series, if I remember correctly.
0: So they've played them twice. Um, they won two out of three in Houston and lost three of four the first weekend of the, uh, of the year uh, at home.
1: So it's a split right now. Yep. Well, okay. Yeah. So.
0: But outside of that, yeah, they really have not played anybody good.
1: So it's just like, what are we going to say? Like, I mean.
0: Tampa's second in the American League. East, they took two of three at two of three against them last week.
1: The Tampa's still getting it together. Their pitching's been a mess. And I, so, it, so you're not jumping
0: if they, if they're pitch if Tampa's. Not, well, we'll get to the AL East later, but I'll I'll, I'll give you my take on Tampa. Okay, so I, I I'm not jumping to this conclusion either. I don't think they're going to win the American League West. um I think Houston will still. Unfortunately, they're getting a Cy Young type season from Verlander, and you know Jeremy Peña has come in and. And like their second best player so far this season uh, filling in for Carlos Correa at shortstop, which, you know, as a rookie is quite outstanding. Can he continue that? I don't know, but I will say, I think the angels will finally make the playoffs as a wild card team. Um, and I think we got to shout out Taylor Ward for pretty much coming out of nowhere, having an outstanding season. Uh, Brandon Marsh has been good for them. Luis Ren- uh, Renifo. Rendon's been bad. So you know, hopefully he can kick it into gear and maybe can even take them to the next level. Um, yeah, their rotation is, is pretty much Otani, Syndergaard, and, and Patrick Sandoval. Outside of that, and, you know, they their fourth and fifth starters haven't been great. So and their farm sucks. And their farm sucks. Their bullpen's not great. Um, I, I can see them definitely this, like, being a bit of, like, a, a hot start team and then they kind of fall off and maybe finish second uh because I, I don't think they're gonna finish behind um Seattle I think they'll I think oh. they'll finish ahead of Seattle Seattle's been bad. Well here, here's one thing sorry that I got I got a stat for you which
1: I, I want to talk about Seattle and that kind of touches on that point. The Angels are five and five with teams over five hundred. They've played ten games and they're five and five. Seattle has played double that and they're eight and twelve and Seattle's Seattle is six games off from the angels. Yeah. So, and like we talk, we can see Seattle and I know you were really high on them. And like they play, they, they play good ball, but they've been hit by injuries. I saw they had a couple starters get hurt. They've been calling up and down. Kalnick hasn't been having it. We'll talk about him later. Yeah. They had a good start by Kirby. Trulio's playing great, but then,
0: Winker's been bad, I know firsthand, because he's on my fantasy team, which is 0-5.
1: Eugenio Suarez started out hot, and then back to the old red days of last year. So it's kind of like, there's not really much you can learn. And so, if you look at their expected, Seattle's kind of, because there's also expected win-loss record based on the runs scored and allowed. And Seattle's like right out where they need to be, and surprisingly, the Angels only get one extra game given. So, so
0: basically, they're
1: they are what they are according to what who they played.
0: So, and they haven't played really anybody good. Yeah, so, they're so eleven games over five hundred. So, yeah, I mean, at some point though, I would love to see. Like, the, the Astros not in the American League Championship Series. They've been in it for the last five seasons. They've made the World Series three of the last five years. Like, someone freaking has to step up and take them down. At some point, they have Yankees. to fall off. Yankees. Well, we'll, we'll talk – I mean, we can talk about them now. But – so, for the first one, we're both not jumping to the conclusion, right?
1: Like, looking at the division, there's not much we can say. Like, Seattle's kind of like who they, we thought they were going to be. And then Texas and Oakland are just dog shit, like – they're just bad teams. Like, Oakland's been surprisingly, like, good. They've been surprisingly not atrocious, basically. They've been competitive, like, which is which is fine. Like, they've been competitive for, for sure. what their record is. Like, two Fridays ago, I watched them play uh, – Who uh, they played the, the Twins, and it was a 1-0 game. And, like, they've had a really good season that they were, like – they had bases loaded with one out. And they still lost the game. But, like, the fact of the matter is, like, they got people on base and they had a chance to win the game. And if you look at the advanced metrics, Paul Blackburn is one of the leaders in FIP. He's been good. He's been really good. He's been really good. And they still have Frankie Montez. So, like, like it's this not team, like they're going to win the division, though. So. They're going to win the division. But there's, like, hope, in a sense. Like, Frankie Montes, and maybe Paul Blackburn's going to get you, like, a return at the deadline that, like, you can start building around – the guys you got from the Olsen trade Shea uh, Shay, I don't I forgot his last name but the catcher they got back from the Braves yeah actually hitting the lights out of the ball in my in minor league ball I think he's in double or triple can't remember correctly but like that's what I'm saying like for such a bad team Oakland's okay Texas is like who they thought they were they spent a bunch of money just to get butts in seats and like like they're they're still trash like Jack Leiter is only in the bright spot and he's in the minors pitching his tail off. So
0: that's yeah. So they're, they're both of those teams are out of it. Um, But I I think LA will make the playoffs. All right. Next, next conclusion. Uh, The Yankees will run away with the American league East and the Red Sox will finish last. Are you there? So, So let's start with
1: this. It's the new podcast. Been two weeks. State of the Yankees. Give me your state of the Yankees address and give me what what's what's your panic
0: meter i don't i don't want to be influenced by my opinion i have an opinion i want There's you to panic, panic right now how could there be panic we're what? 25 and 9 best record in the in the big leagues four and a half ahead of second place tampa like
1: all right so what number are you on what's your panic meter, about one one you're, you're you're that you're so you're no panic you are low yeah how could i be panicked right now well, you can see, like, injuries, or you can see something that's happening. Somebody's not hitting the ball, full of gold. Somebody's pitching, like, Nestor Cortez is pitching the lights out. You know, I'm a big Nestor fan, and, you know, I kind of I didn't know he was going to be this good. I don't know if this is fool's gold or this is, like – No one thought he was going to be this good, but, but um, that's what I'm saying. And he was really good last year. Well, of course. we I, I, I saw him pitch versus the White Sox first game last year on TV on a Sunday afternoon game, and I was like, man, this guy's good. I didn't know he was going to be Cy Young quality like at this point. Which is
0: yeah, no one, no one. There weren't even odds for Cy Young, Nestor Cortez heading into the season. So,
1: oh yeah, no. But Yankees, yeah, no. I, I really like the Yankees this year. I kind of want to see them get more contact guys. I mean, they've been putting runs on the board. I think they're uh, when they what's the stat? They score more than three runs. Have y'all lost if you like a game when you score more than like I think yeah. it's three or five runs? Something I mean, like yeah, that. Something crazy. Y'all y'all play good play good defensive
0: ball. Kinder Faluff has been great defensively. Yeah, actually, no, he he's been actually not great. But y'all, I think it's like, is it was it third
1: in defense or something? Y'all are one of the best defensive teams in baseball.
0: Yeah, we have we've been very good defensively, like compa- especially compared to last season. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, you had fucking Gliber at shortstop last year, right? Wasn't it Gliber? Yeah. yeah, and, and Kinder Faluff is playing. You know, he's a go Glover, if I'm correct. Uh, I can't remember but Ooh, who
0: kind of falafa, not at shortstop though uh he might but he he's been like so the yankees back half of the lineup's been pretty bad uh like the catchers although trevino just hit a three run home run but trevino higashioka ikf uh gallo who's hitting he's actually gallo's turned it on recently but gallo's hitting like 300 in his last 12 games which is like unheard of for joey gallo but like we haven't even – and Rizzo has been really bad of late. Like, we haven't gotten – like, basically, the the judge and Stanton have been carrying this lineup for the past week, week and a half. And, like, I feel like the Yankees still are not playing their best baseball. The pitching's been freaking elite. Every starter, Montgomery Sever- – well, Severino's been decent. Montgomery been great. Cole finally turned it around. Cortez – Cy Young type guy Tyone's been great bullpen's been freaking outstanding except Chapman blowing that game uh, on Saturday night Chapman your boy Chapman what what do
1: you feel about that man
0: yeah well everyone knows how how I feel about Chapman I don't think he should be the closer and they actually said on Sunday that Boone's going to start experimenting with different guys in that role throughout the season so I, I am all for that because yeah like Chapman when he comes in And like he did on Saturday and you can pretty much tell after two pitches, if he has it or not, you know, and on Saturday, he did not have it Walked two straight batters. And at that point it's like, all right, take this guy out. And freaking Boone wasn't warming anybody up. I think Boone should all, anytime Chapman comes in, he should automatically have someone warming up in the bullpen because you know, right away, if he has it, or if he doesn't have it, I don't care if that messes with his confidence or anything. It shouldn't, you know, he's getting paid too much money to worry about that. Um, so I'm, I'm 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 interested to see who they run out. I think it should be like Clay Holmes or La uh, at closer, in my opinion. But the question was, will they run away with the American League East? I actually think there's a legitimate chance that we could win the East by five plus games. I disagree. Who would you? Because I'm way out on Tampa, uh, on Toronto.
1: You're way yeah. I think I I just think Toronto just puts up runs. And I think it always will be in a game. But the rotations I know the rotation has oh, been decimated. Awesome. The rotation's been decimated. Ryu, Ryu just came back. But Ryu stinks. I'm sorry. Relax, man. He got pedigree. That's my guy. What but- pedigree? Bro, the 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 blue jays carry
0: themselves like they've won shit. They haven't done anything. So are saying play- this iteration of the blue jays hasn't even made the playoffs. And we had Vlad Jr. saying like Last season. Oh, that was just the trailer. Wait till you see what we get to next year. Well, they're freaking 18 and 17, already seven and a half back of the Yankees. Like they're, they're okay. They're not great. I'm, I'm, I don't, they're okay.
1: They've had a tougher schedule than, 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 than the Yankees. So here's a stat Yankees are six and three over with teams over 500, and their expected win total is at 25 and nine, which is exactly what they are. Now with Toronto, Toronto is 8 and 10 with teams against 500. And their expected win total should be 16 and 19. So they've been able to squeak out two games that they shouldn't even have.
0: Well, the Yankees have beaten up on the Blue Jays this season. So I'm
1: not saying Toronto, but I just think Toronto could be there and play spoiler. But I think Tampa, if they get the crap together, I think Tampa could be there.
0: I, I think the Yankees are. You're not giving the Yankees enough credit because we ha- we're not even hitting on full cylinders right now. And the pitching is freaking elite. I think we have the best bullpen in the, in, in the bigs. I, I'm, I'm just like,
1: I don't know. I'm just not a big, big. Like, I like the team, but I'm not like, I'm all in. I'm not ready to put, you know. you oh, know Cashman's going to do something at that deadline, too. So, oh, yeah. I'm, if he gets Brian Reynolds, oh, push, I am full in or, or like a contact bat. Catel Marte or something like that, you know, just like a good bat, all-around bat in the lineup, oh, put me in. All right. But right. Now, I'm not uh, – uh, like I'm
0: in, but
1: like I'm not in-in.
0: Like, you know. Right. Okay, so you're not jumping to that conclusion. What about Boston finishing last? They won't finish last. All right, fair enough. I, I don't Baltimore think we'll – Baltimore
1: is just trash. trash. Like you're telling me that that the pace that – they're going to keep up this pace. And like Boston has been super unlucky looking at advanced advanced metrics – there's 16 and 18 and expected win total. And right now they're sitting at 13 and 21. So they've lost three games. They should have won. And then there's seven and 13 against teams that have been 500. So they've been playing some really good comp and they're playing Houston right now. So yeah, they're probably yeah. going to series, but I mean, just wait till they start playing Baltimore. I don't think, I think they play. have they played Baltimore?
0: Uh, I can look right now. I, I, I'm looking right now. Um, I mean, I personally. So no, yeah, they lost two a three to Baltimore. That's uh, right.
1: we lost That weekend series, it was a weekend series that they lost. That I think it was yeah. like a Sunday game they lost or a Sunday. One of those. End years. of
0: April. Um, but yeah, there's. I, I've been telling people there. This is like the worst the Red Sox will be all season. Like no one's hitting outside of Martinez, Bogarts, and Devers.
1: Martinez um, is been nice right now. He's finally getting together. Yeah.
0: Guys will finally start hitting and like they'll turn it around, but they're already twelve back. Like maybe they can get hot late in the season and push for a wild card spot, um, but I, I don't think that because they're only four and a half out of a wild card spot right now. So you know that's there's more than enough time for them to make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, there's no way they're they're winning the division, and yeah. but they won't fit. Yeah, there's no way they'll finish last either. It's it's going to be Baltimore. It's that's just the way. Baseball works. Law of averages. It's they will Baltimore will be last. Boston will finish third or fourth.
1: Well, here's the thing. I have a so here here I'm gonna ask you a question. Where do you think the Red Sox are getting fried at? Where do you think like you think they're a better road team or a better home team? Just tell me off the bat.
0: Like without looking at the numbers. Yes. Well, since you're asking me, I would say they're probably better on the road when you would think they're better at home.
1: Yes, that is exactly right. On the away, on the road, they're nine and twelve, and at home they're four and
0: nine. They're absolutely getting smoked at home. But I saw today that they have like fourteen of their next seventeen at Fenway. So
1: well, yeah, and you know they're about to get on a run because that's what they always do when they get those long, those long summer home game, uh, home stands. All those mass holes pull up and and, yeah.
0: flop and force, and they go crazy. It, and it's just like some of these Midwestern or Northeastern teams that just play in crap weather for the first month of the season, like that shit matters. Like it's hard to play baseball in the cold. I keep talking about it, but you know, guys like Alex Verdugo, will turn it on. Like they will heat up eventually. Uh, it's just the way the game works. It's a law of averages. You know, they'll eventually start performing to the back of their baseball card. As they say, like, you know, they have like- good players, but they, again, they won't win the division
1: the mass holes will show up and they will make a difference. It's a difference, you know, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to say like be corny and all that, but there's just like certain places in an MLB, like, this isn't like college or like that. There's like certain places where like going on the roads, a difference, but like Fenway, Fenway, uh, like Red Sox away, Red Sox at Red Sox at Fenway is a, is a different monster. Like when they get, that pace packed up like it is a real home field advantage
0: yeah and we saw it in the in the wild card game last year and in the playoffs against tampa
1: yep all
0: right next topic we have we talked al west al east let's go i don't have this in this order uh on the dock but we'll go to finish out the american league we'll talk al central and the conclusion that we have here is the White Sox will finish third in the American League Central. They're currently in third place, tied uh, with the Guardians at 16 and 17, three back of Minnesota. Will the White Sox finish third in their division? You know what I'm mad about? Uh, I mean, there, you know, this could go a lot of ways, you know. Would-
1: under. I was mad that so in Vegas, I was reading the me, my my buddy's a big Guardians fan, and so he's not a big believer in the team. But at the time, I'd been keeping up because of like some of the guys that've been hitting really well, like Stephen Kwan, Jose Ramirez, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And we were actually looking at the base. we were at sportsbook, and we we're looking we we're looking at the odds, and Indians, sorry, the Guardians were at plus seven hundred, and I was like, "Hmm, I should put like twenty bucks just to see what happens." I kind of, but but at that time, I'm like, "Now the White Sox going to get going." Now I kind of regret that. The White Sox right now are their OPS is just where their OPS is at.
0: I couldn't tell you.
1: Twenty six. They are under the Reds. Wow. Six six hundred and thirty four teams only with teams worse of ops
0: are the rangers the royals the tigers and the A's. they they're at the bottom by the way the tigers have been like here in detroit people are mad about and they're just kind of joking about how freaking bad they are hitting so that's that's really bad to be that low
1: and and here's my thing um i i kind of think they'll get it together But, man, they've been on the I.L. And, like, looking at their record, their expected win record. So, the record 16 and 17. Their expected win record should be 13 and
0: 20. So, they're actually outperforming their expected win-loss right now.
1: Yes. And their run differential is atrocious. Like, we're talking their run
0: differential is as bad as Detroit and Kansas City. They're minus 30. Yes. Texas and Oakland have better run differentials. Yeah. I mean – I can attest to that. Watching them for four straight games this past weekend, I I wasn't very impressed. I know they have a lot of injuries, but I love that that means something, right?
1: Man, seven, man. My God, T.A. does not deserve this. Dude,
0: okay. I know you like Tim Anderson, and he's great offensively, but dear Lord, he's so bad on defense. He's leading the league in errors. Fine. It's just a blunder. Maybe maybe move him to second or put him uh, at D.H., It's like Conor
1: Falefa. He has his woes. They're going to – like Aaron Boone said, Conor Falefa will figure it out. TA will figure it out.
0: And by the way, the White Sox are still minus 115 to win the division on DraftKings. You can get the Guardians at plus 650 if you really want. Minnesota is plus 165. So Um, are you jumping to this conclusion? Are they finishing third?
1: No. Um, But they got to get it together soon. Like I'm, I'm hopping off the boat real soon. Johnny Cueto is pitching tonight, back in the majors. So,
0: yeah. right there. Yeah,
1: that man has taken a fall from grace.
0: Yeah, he he man. When he was on the Giants, he and yeah, the Reds, the he was, Reds. He's a baller,
1: World Series champion. Yeah, Johnny Cueto. I mean, in this division, it's a fun division to watch. I'm not gonna lie. Kansas City puts up runs had a really good series this weekend versus the Rockies, where they put up some runs.
0: To me, this is the the second least exciting division behind the National League Central.
1: They put runs up. It's a fun division. It's a it's a fun division.
0: We got to shout out Minnesota uh, for Joe. I mean, they've been playing well. Uh, yep. But Buxton, elite second in the league in home runs. I I ultimately am not jumping to the conclusion either. They won't finish third. I think they. Right now, I would still pick them to win the division. They're only three back. If they get their guys back eventually and I don't know, start hitting, I think the defense is a real thing. I mean, they're very bad defensively. That's not going to change this year. And, you know, that won't necessarily matter as much in the regular season as it will in the playoffs. You know, just talk, ask any Yankee fan. But um, they got, yeah, like you said, they got to turn it around and get it going quick. The good news is, again, they're only three back. So ultimately I still think they're going to win the division. And if you can get them at minus 15, which is minus minus one fifteen, which is basically even odds. I mean, it's worth a little sprinkle. I think Minnesota will get a wild card though. I think they, I think Minnesota could potentially make the playoffs, but ultimately, yeah, the I'm i I'm very, I'm still very close to jumping off the bandwagon, but I'm not quite there just like you um, are. The seat's, with,
1: getting hot. the seats get definitely getting hot for losers. reason. Yeah. He's looking like he's looking tacked. Like we're talking, like he should have never gotten out of retirement. Who La Russa, Tony La Russa. Oh
0: yeah, I know. This could be his last season. I don't know what his contract looks like, but
1: yeah. But it's getting hot, man. I think he needed that money for the DUI he took over in Arizona.
0: I mean, that conspiracy theory could be legitimate. Uh, but they're getting Lance Lynn back pretty soon, so that'll be a huge addition for them. All right, let's move to the National League, and we'll start. Out west because I think this is arguably the best division in baseball right now, um, considering how bad the American League East has been outside of the Yankees. And that is, uh, or, or or the um, the conclusion that I have listed here is that the Dodgers will be challenged this season into late September. Now that just this doesn't mean that they won't win the division, but it's just that they will be challenged late into the season, again, because you know last year it came down to the last game of the year. Will that happen again this season, Luis? Are you jumping to this conclusion?
1: I want to, but I don't want to. And I will explain. I am not a big believer in the Padres. I got an extended look at them yesterday versus the Braves, and if Machado doesn't play, they look like a completely different
0: team. What's their expected win-loss? Because – Right now they're twenty two and thirteen, tied for first. I feel like they're outperforming that metric.
1: They are by three, by three games. Okay, and their differential's sixteen, which in comparative to the Dodgers, Dodgers are at plus seventy, and San Francisco's plus thirty three. Yeah. So I, I I mean I'm not a huge fan of this team because if Matador doesn't play like yesterday, freaking Kyle Wright put him in a blender for the whole. If it wasn't for freaking Austin Riley's wanting to lose yesterday, um, they would have lost that game. And-
0: yeah, I mean, we got to tell it like it is. Like Eric Cosmer is having a great start to his season. I think he will ultimately regress. Machado has shown that he can be this type of player throughout the course of an entire season, but it's really those guys and it's the rough. rest of the lineup's pretty bad. I mean, Cronenworth, Cronenworth has been so bad. Hi ha- Song Kim
1: has played well but it's going to be hard to see what they really are until Tatis comes back. Because I want to see what, what happens with that lineup when both Tatis and Machado are back in. Yeah. And we'll see what's going to happen and the thing is Tatis is so movable like we've seen him play out in the outfield that say Ha Kim has been playing well enough that I think you don't want to get rid of his the lineup and he's a good defender that you may see Tatis go to the outfield and take a spot like Will Myers because Will Myers was literally atrocious yesterday and he's been battling injury. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know. They're pitching I'm not too big of a fan of either. I mean, Joe Musgrove is pitching at an NL Cy Young level and Sean Manaya, and then it's you Darvish, but they have a bunch of, like, questions like you Darvish I'm not a huge fan of.
0: No, I'm out on on Darvish. I think he's overrated. He's at a 4.62 right now.
1: Yeah, Clevenger's more right now, trying to get back in in the ring of things.
0: Yeah.
1: So I I don't want to hop in with them. And then, like with San Francisco, they're 20 and 14. Their pitching's been really well. Like, I mean, Logan Webb hasn't been to the stands of what he was last year, but he's pitched decent. Carlos Rodon's been taking that Kevin Kevin Gossman role really well, except last night. But except last night, last night he got thrown around like a piñata. But you could tell that they really do miss Buster Posey, and I mean they might be a batter two away. And I, I mean, yeah, I mean they got catching help because Joey Bart is there. But they traded Mauricio Dubon to the Astros, which will be interesting to see how that works out. And I mean the Dodgers are the Dodgers. They're crazy. And the fact of the matter is that the Dodgers still have Dustin May coming back and they're going to free up money with this Trevor Bower, because Bowery supposedly isn't pitching for the Dodgers ever, but they're trying to release him. Yeah. So they're going to get all that money back and their farm's so deep. They can do, they can do a multitude of things.
0: Yeah. And you know, I mean, the matter of the fact is the Dodgers have not been playing their best baseball at all. I think we would all agree. Uh, and they're still first and run differential and tied for first in their division. Like, they're, uh, yeah. So ultimately, I'm I'm not going to jump to this conclusion as well. Uh, and before
1: we continue, like I have to point out, Arizona and Colorado are decent. They aren't bad, but they aren't. Good. They're both at
0: or above 500. Yeah, they're okay. You got to keep your cap to that.
1: They're both okay. They're both okay. Like they'll finish like they are, and like they probably finish sub or maybe a tad over 500. But they're not good or great. Like
0: this division is. Very good, and and you look at the Dodgers. If you really want to deep dive, like they really haven't had anybody hit well for them this season. You know, Freddie Freeman and and ha- has been good, but not at Freddie Freeman standards. Mookie Betts hasn't turned it on yet. I still have seven home runs, but Trey Turner not been good. Uh, and then you know, Justin Turner and Max Muncie have been awful. Chris Taylor <laughs> Bellinger, unfortunately, seemed like he had that one good week and hasn't really been. The same sense. like, I will say, the Dodgers are 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 certainly beatable in in a playoff series. I, I think we shouldn't approach this team like you know people were approaching the Phoenix Suns this year, where there's no chance they lose. They're vaulting to uh, an appearance in the finals and probably going to win it. Like this team is beatable, and you know baseball is weird. And you know if you get a few guys go cold in a best of five series, you can easily lose. So. Um, their pitching,
1: and their pitching hasn't been like Clayton Kershaw got, is out. Yep. And it's not like an, – and the injury he has an SI joint injury in his back. Those don't just heal up in like 10 days. Those are kind of things that linger around. And Andrew Heaney is also hurt, and it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. And who else is left? Walker Buehler. he has been solid. Solid, but not like – to the like, not ace level. Julio Rios got hit around like a pinata by the
0: by the Phillies. Like they they almost got swept. If it wasn't for Philadelphia, just they really should have gotten swept. Uh, but they rallied with two outs in the ninth yesterday. So
1: yeah, but I mean, we're both off that conclusion.
0: Yeah, I, I they'll still win it, but they they are beatable. They've shown cracks this year. All right, next one.
1: Well, oh, I, I have one. I have one. Can I ask you one? Uh, sure. Will the Cincinnati Reds win more than fifty games?
0: I mean, they're nine and twenty-six. They're six and four in their last ten, but you know, most of those were against Pittsburgh.
1: Hey, and they're expected. No, they beat the they beat the
0: Brewers. They're expected yeah. win total should be twelve wins, man. I mean, fifty games—that's a really low bar. But they've been bad. Like, yesterday,
1: they were – yesterday, my – so, here's the story. Me and my mom actually sat down and watched this game. And my mom's like, oh, they're going to win. And I'm like, mom, half of these dudes, like, I looked at their faces. I didn't even know who the hell they were first off. Like, these dudes weren't, like, any prospects. Like, I'm like, oh, there has to be some dude that's, like, a prospect. And I'm like, no, these all are, like, dirty men dudes hitting, like, the majors for the first time. Like, you didn't know anybody. Joey Votto wasn't in the lineup. The only two dudes I knew in the lineup were Colin Moran hitting nice and Brandon Jury,
0: and that's it. Yeah. I didn't know anybody else in the lineup? <sighs> I mean, will they win fifty games? No. Oh come on! You
1: gotta have hope.
0: I don't know, but let's go to the next one. Uh, we talk way too much about the Reds on this podcast. They're not good enough for our attention. What you about the Red- We'll talk about the Reds later. All right, we got two in one here. Uh, I'll combine these two. One, the first one, the Mets will run away with the National League East, and the second one is the Braves will miss the playoffs entirely. You can uh, start with that. So I watch Atlanta baseball, and so Atlanta is
1: like yesterday. Austin Riley did not woke up and chose that he didn't want to win, and I know like I got I'm gonna get a lot of flack about this, but. This man made two blatant errors that cost them the game. And kind of screwed the whole team over in the field. And then hitting-wise, he swung at this pitch outside of the zone and on bases loaded and got double played. Like, come on, man. Like, you gotta you gotta do better, better pitch selection, everything. I think they'll they'll make the playoffs because just if you look at the rest, I think they'll turn it on as a wild card. Yeah. And it, or they may, or maybe even win the division because I'm not a believer in the Mets. Oh I my think, God. I think the Mets and the Mets.
0: What do they have to do to freaking give, give you their confidence, your confidence in them? Whatever. The Mets were in first place for like 100
1: games of the year last, last year or something like that. They were in. They have, they have the
0: vibes are different this year in New York. They have Buck freaking Showalter running the helm, a legitimate manager.
1: I, w- I wanted to say I wanted to say something, but I won't say it because it's kind of fresh, and we'll just keep it like that. Okay. But, but I'm just saying, I just like I'm not like sold like on them, like like cool, like
0: like no, I, I don't like they have Wendigrom, which you know he's still not back. They have the best starting rotation in baseball. Yes, but and, I, I know. I mean, they have a lot of guys that aren't even hitting it. Like Lindor has not been good. He hasn't been good to a year and a half. Well, he's still a good baseball
1: player. He's going to turn it on at some point. That's what, the, that's what we all say.
0: What about Brandon Nimmo? He's got a 161 WRC plus this entire season. I, I, I hate you. You see, guys, this is why sometimes I want to, like, jump through the freaking
1: screen and throw the mic out because before this podcast, I was having a debate with William on why Brandon Nimmo should be on Team of the Week. But he's Oh, and now and now and now you're using it against me you're using you're using my ammunition against me no like, uh, no you're, he you're, didn't serve to be in the team of the week but he's been great so far this season yeah, but you're using it against me it's like ammunition like come on you're using it against me okay you're laughing through the screen but anyways
0: um i mean i just i just so I, I, who, who who's gonna push them in this division atlanta. i believe I in like Al- the vibes in atlanta this year man something's off Kyle
1: Wright's pitching great. Kenley Jansen's pitching pitch is, is gonna pitch well. Um, Max Fried is pitching good. Like they're not the, hitting.
0: They're not hitting at all.
1: They're not hitting, but like Ronald Acuna just came back, and so everything's kind of in flux. And I know you as a baseball player, as an ex-player, know when players come in and out of the lineup and when your batting order gets adjusted, there's kind of like a little bit of transition and like yeah, there's an
0: adjustment period for sure.
1: Knowing your roles. And also, like, Matt Olson's also new in this lineup. So he's trying to get his role. He started out great, but he's still trying to, like, get it together. And this was something that they talked about yesterday in the telecast. Like, it's like the transition period. There's a lot of transition going around in the franchise. And, I mean, if they can stay a little bit over 500 or at 500 or, like, right around that range, they're in a good spot to make a run.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're only – they're only six and a half back, and we're only like a month into the season. So I think there's still way plenty of enough time to turn it around. I just think this Mets team is different. So I am jumping. I think the Mets will run away with this division because
1: I, I just think that in like divisions more competitive. I just think like this division, like Mets have played 36 games and only 13 of them have been over teams over 500. So I want to kind of see them play a little more comp. And, I mean, I don't want to see him play Philadelphia because Philadelphia looks like bottlers, like cereal bottles. (laughs) Just, like, just atrocious. Like, how can you lose games like this?
0: I mean, they almost, yeah.
1: It's just, like, that team is too – Philadelphia is too good to be like this. Their pitching is just bad. They stink on defense. It's just, like, if you look at the NL East, if you could take one thing out of all these teams – you would have, like, probably the best team in baseball. So, for instance, if you take Miami's rotation. Dude, the freaking Mets rotation. Come on. Give me a break. Okay, either or. You take Miami's rotation. The Mets hitting. No, the Phillies hitting Miami's rotation. Atlanta's bullpen. And the Mets is managing. You probably have the best team in baseball. Okay, what about the Nationals? No. you you Just Just just, one Soto. Just one Soto. Like there's nothing, but I'm just saying, if you take something out of the top four in the NL East, you would probably
0: have the best team in baseball. You could probably do that with most divisions. You can't do
1: that in the central and the West. It's eh. the NL West. You can't do that
0: because San Diego is okay. And San Francisco's hitting isn't. So you do Dodgers lineup giants rotation. I I
1: wouldn't do that. Yeah. Dodgers rotation is still better in the central. What would you do you do the Milwaukee's pitching St. Louis's hitting and then what else?
0: I'd probably what? do St. Louis's defense.
1: St. Louis's defense and they're hitting, but you can only take one. Right. And what are you gonna do? Take Pittsburgh? The
0: rest of that division is really bad. So yeah.
1: And then and then what are you gonna do
0: in the in the AL? The central now. In the AL East, I'm going Yankees lineup. Okay. I'm oh going- you're not
1: taking the pitching? Oh you just called the pitching incredible.
0: It is okay yeah you're right you're right. Uh Yankees Yankees pitching, Blue Jays hitting. And then what else do we have? Defense, Rays defense, Red Sox stadium.
1: <laughs> you're, still, you're still not beating that combo of the Mets, Philly, Atlanta, and Miami. And yeah. like, this division I think it's going to be super close. Like, the Mets have a six game, uh, what is it, five and a half game edge. This division's going to get, like, I'm telling you,
0: it's going to be, I think the Mets are going to run away with it. It's gonna get crowded before it before it gets run before a
1: runaway happens. Just wait till the day's happen and save it. Save it on the podcast.
0: Clip it. Clip me. All right, I should post it. I'll post uh, the breakout for the socials. Just just clip it. Just clip it. I'm telling you right now. But don't clip it.
1: We'll we'll keep it under wraps. Wait, you just said don't clip it. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't 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 clip it on the socials. Just make them listen. uh, Yeah,
0: because he doesn't want the receipts.
1: I, I don't care about the receipts. Uh, you, yeah. No, I don't care about the receipts. If hey, you really care, then you let me post it. All right, post it. Don't post a video of me. Just post
0: the receipt of like, hey, listen to the freaking podcast. It's a free promo. All right, fine, fine. Um, all right. Uh, we don't. Do you want to talk about the National League Central? This I don't yeah. like. We we'll, we'll get into that deep dive next week when Alden comes on. I think. i i I'll, I'll talk
1: touch a quick about the Central because I I actually watch a lot of Central baseball. Um. Milwaukee is surprisingly in first place. I mean, that pitching is incredible. They've been holding it down, and Freddie Peralta hasn't been great yet. Yeah, but he's pitching really well right now, actually. Um, St. Louis, we're gonna have a conversation with all next week. I I, 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 we, me, and him are gonna have to have a conversation about this team. Man. <laughs> like I, I watch them, and I want Like I, I am on the wagon, but like they're making me look bad. We both like, want to fully jump on. I'm, I'm fully on because if they get it together with their pitching, that team is it, 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 it's a World Series contender. But they cannot pitch. And it's like when they can't pitch, it kind of affects their hitting sometimes. Like Tommy Edmond is having a year right now. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I don't know how the hell Pittsburgh is 15 and 19. And, and, and we need to talk about the rest of this division. It's so bad. 15 and 19, and they're losing to the Reds. And the Reds are the Reds, and we'll talk about them later. And the Cubs, the Cubs are the Cubs. Deserve their own episode. Aren't Cubs they? don't care about
0: winning; they care about
1: selling tickets
0: and having fun in the bleachers,
1: and and having hotels built up in Wrigleyville. What did the Ricketts family want to do?
0: I don't. I don't know.
1: They wanted to like modernize and renovate some some type of bowl, you know?
0: Yeah. They don't care about on-field product. All right, let's go. Let's go do awards real quick. Two conclusions. Oh. Aaron, Nolan Arenado will win the National League MVP and Mike Trout will win the American League MVP.
1: I'm not hopping on that one because Nolan Arenado doesn't deserve it because I kind of think that the Cardinals are a collection of players. I think Goldschmidt's having a good year, Tommy Edmund, too many good players in that lineup. And I think if you, if you take them out, yeah, they'll be hit, but there's still a lot. If you take Manny Machado off the, the Padres, um, yeah, that, team, that, that team's not making the playoffs. Like don't like, they'll score. They'll only score one or two runs. If it like yesterday, and like games I've seen of them, I watched yesterday in Death, and I watched other games. If Machado isn't playing, like they don't put runs up. Like he is the engine that makes them go.
0: He's got twenty-seven RBIs.
1: Yeah, he's the engine. He is going to be on our quarter of the season uh, team of the season.
0: Yeah, if that makes so, sense. But, like, so he, you have Machado winning National League MVP right now. Yeah, he has to be. Are, 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 who, who else are you going to put? I would say Machado, too. Yeah. Well, there's no there, – who else in the NL has been playing
1: out of their mind?
0: Like, no Plus one – You're not. Harper had a great week. Yeah, but the Phillies are just
1: mid. They're mid. They're yeah. still mid.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, Hosmer. I mean, Hosmer is the other guy.
1: But Hosmer has been a product of Machado in the lineup. Like, you know, you got to pitch him differently because Machado's in there.
0: Yeah, I think Machado's just a better baseball player than Hosmer. I got a lot of respect for Hosmer, but oh, I think Machado's better.
1: And it's just like, who else are you going to give it to? Like, there's nobody in the Central else. And in the East, I mean, you could give one of the Mets. I don't know. I haven't kept up uh, that.
0: Nah, they don't have an MVP guy on their team this year. Unless you go pitching, but nah.
1: Nah, nah. and then the West, there's like Trey Turner, but he's regressed a little
0: nah. bit. I, don't, I honestly don't think a Dodger is going to get it. I, I really, I, I think. Why? We, huh?
1: It's hard because they run into the same debate that we just ran into the Nolan Arenado, So
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And then for the AL, I mean.
0: Trout. Trout. You can
1: go Shohei.
0: So, it, yeah, it's a debate of are they just going to give it to Otani again because he does, he, is a two-way guy.
1: He does everything. There isn't anybody else in the AL other than Judge that you can put up there, and I might take Judge out of trap.
0: It's right. I mean, they're leading the league in WRC plus right now. That could be a fun battle down the stretch. And I will say, if you look at the uh, DraftKings King, Draft odds, I believe – well, they took them down because the games are playing right now, but I think it was Otani and Trout were both tied for first and odds.
1: Now, now here's, here's my question, and then this is the last thing. Who matters more to their team, Judge or Trout? And, and, I don't, and I'll don't give you my answer after you because I don't want to influence yours.
0: I mean, Judge is that's, – that's tough. I mean, the Yankees would still make the playoffs without Judge probably, and I don't know if the Angels would make it without Trout. Angels would. So, FanDuel odds, by the way. Otani's plus 220 for MVP. Trout's second favorite at plus 500. Judge plus 600. Who's the favorite? Otani plus two twenty.
1: and Judge. because Judge is so important now. He If you look at Judge's advanced metrics, like they're oozing sauce.
0: In, wow. Yes, yeah, he's he he passes the analytical and traditional stats test.
1: He's really trying to get the bag.
0: I know, and he deserves it. I mean, he deserves a bag.
1: Hey, he has to win in the playoffs for me. For, like that's that's my thing. But that, that shouldn't affect the MVP vote. No, not the MVP vote for the. But I'm just saying for the contract. You got to show
0: up. So if the Yankees lose in the in the World Series or in the NL ALCS,
1: I'm cool with that. I'm cool. Are not I'm cool. gonna pay him. I'm cool with that. If the Yankees, if Aaron Judge gets the Yankees to the CS and plays well, or, he, or even if he gets them to the CS or the World Series and plays bad, like I'm cool with paying. Like, as long as he can get what out... He
0: wins the MVP, and we lose in the first round. You still pay him. You pay him no matter what. You pay him, but I don't know. I'm so who, 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 who else are we going to get? He's the face of the franchise. He I'm should the, be named captain. Soto? Well, that's a few years down the road. And you'd have to trade our entire farm system for him. You wouldn't have to. You can do, you can do a Real Madrid team. There's no you- way we get um, Soto you- without training Dominguez and Volpe.
1: You do, you do a gentleman's agreement, and you're just like, hey, Soto, don't go to free agency. Just go to free agency. We'll website. just do
0: like one of the sketchy Giancarlo Stanton trades, which, by the way, did you see Brian Kenny this week talking about Giancarlo Stanton, saying how he's actually not good for the Yankees? He's a
1: fucking hose. Giancarlo is also an advanced
0: metrics machine right now. If there's one guy that you could pick to work out with in the American League, like just to get a lift in, or in MLB. In, the, in, the, in, in, in MLB In baseball. Good baseball. Yes, who would it be? Just get a lift in with. For me, it's yeah. Stanton all day. It's probably Stanton Judge, or even Luke Voigt. I saw Luke Voigt workout video, and I could see him
1: go in. That dude is yeah. – oh, you know what's funny? Okay, we'll talk about this in push and Pete, but oh, remind me.
0: Okay. Um, it's funny. And then our last conclusion is Nestor Cortez has a legitimate chance to win the AL Cy Young. I'm obviously there.
1: It's Nestor It's Nestor and Carlos Rodon for the Cy Youngs.
0: A L and N L. That's that's that's, how what about Verlander? I mean we we don't talk about him enough. He's been outstanding. Cortez is is ridiculous. It's
1: gonna be close because it's like the new guy versus like the old man.
0: And like if Verlander can tack on another Cy Young to his resume this late in his career, that's that's first ballot shit right there. Yeah, but he's in Houston. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, you wanna get into team of the week and our superlatives for the week.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I'm just, I just have to say the sticky stuff, man, you
0: know. But we'll start. Okay. Yeah. Team of the week. Team of the week. Team of the week. i will run through it. We actually, got we actually have a catcher this week.
1: We have a catcher, and he's from the Reds. Probably the only time the Reds are going to be featured on this. Tyler Stevenson. Six games, 22 played appearances, five runs, one home run, seven RBI, four-oh-nine average, four-oh-nine OVP. 203 WRC plus infielder Paul Goldschmidt.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. We we take turns. Oh, I thought, okay, go, go. Infielder Paul Paul Goldschmidt from the Cardinals. Six runs, two homers, nine RBIs, a stolen base, 435 average, 458 OBP, and a 274 WRC plus.
1: Another infielder, Yoli Gurriel, five games, 23 Played appearances, five runs, two homers, four RBI, one stolen base, 476 average, 522 OBP, 312 WRC plus, ranking in top five.
0: And then another infielder, I think this is back-to-back weeks, or at least his second appearance on the season. Gene Segura from Philly, six games, 25 played appearances, nine runs, three homers, seven RBIs, 409 average, 480 OBP, and a 268 WRC plus.
1: The next guy, we got Rafi Devers. Five games played, 23 played appearances, six runs, two comers, eight RBI, 409 average, 435 on base percentage, 290 WRC+.
0: And that might be our first Red Sox this season as well. First, I thought, we, I thought we had Xander. Oh, yeah, we had Xander. You're right. Or did I get overruled on Xander like last week? I uh, might have gotten overruled, actually. Uh, we'll have to look. Uh, first outfielder, Bryce Harper, who is also our hitter of the week. Six games, 28 plate appearances, eight runs, three homers, eight RBIs. He hits 609, uh, 643 OVP, a 1.261 slug, and a 397 WRC, which led the league and just is an absolutely absurd number.
1: Then we got Giancarlo Staten, six games played, 26 plate appearances, six runs, four home runs, 12 RBIs, 417 average, 462 on base percentage. 958 slugging and a 316 WRC plus could have been one of two Yankees, but we, we had to give a lot to this next guy. Yeah.
0: Uh, next one, Mike Trout, angels, seven games, 25 plate appearances, nine runs, three homers, seven ribbies, 333 average, 440 OBP, and a 255 WRC plus on the week.
1: And before we go get into the last hitter this week, I'm going to give some, an honorable mention to Miguel Cabrera and Willie Castro from the Detroit Tigers had great weeks. Utility man of the week is going to go to Shohei Otani. Uh, Seven games played, 31 plate appearances, six runs, four home runs, 10 RBI, 345 average, 387 on base, 251 WRC plus.
0: And for the pitchers, starting pitcher number one in our pitcher of the week, Nestor Cortez Jr., from the Yankees, he started on Monday against the Rangers, went seven and a third, only gave up one hits, no runs, uh, four walks, and 11 strikeouts. Yankees got the dub, and then yesterday against the, the White Sox in Chicago, eight innings, three hits, one run, zero walks, and seven Ks. Just been elite all season. He had 2.39 FIP as well. So
1: One of the most underrated pitchers this year, Tariq Skubal from Detroit. Has a 180 fit for the week. Pitched against Oakland on Tuesday, went six, three hits, no earned, two walks, 11 strikeouts, and then against Baltimore. Pitched seven, three hits, no earned, three walks, and five strikeouts.
0: Uh, reliever of the week, David Bednar from Pittsburgh. Three games, three saves, pitched four innings, four strikeouts, no hits, which equates to a zero ERA.
1: And you Never. know, and before you can, before you people are like, oh, he's on Pittsburgh. They played the Reds. The most surprising thing about him is, guess he pitched two innings against the Dodgers.
0: That's that is tough. Two innings save? I'm, I'm assuming.
1: I don't know. I did not think so, but two innings.
0: Okay, and then honorable mention. I mean, we just got to give a shout out to Reed Detmers.
1: It was a save. Sorry. Yes.
0: Reed Detmers threw a freaking no-hitter against the, the Rays on Tuesday night. So, for the Angels. Got to shout him out.
1: Him, Josh Hader. Josh Hader had a good week relieving and so did Justin. Josh Hader's had an
0: amazing year all year. So, team of the week. You want to do this one? Oh, like physical team of the week. Yes, the actual team of the week. The freaking Astros, 5-1. 1-3 uh, in Minnesota, 3 against Washington. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Yeah, they're good. Whatever.
1: Avril mentions Yankees went 6-1 and this week, got one against Texas, two against Toronto, three against the White Sox, seven and three in their last ten. And the Angels went five and two for the week, two versus Tampa and three versus Oakland, seven and three in their last ten.
0: And by the way, Josh Hader has pitched 12 and a third innings and has only given up two hits this year. So best reliever in baseball for sure. All right, and we got rookie corner next up. Luis, you want to talk some Julio Rodriguez? Uh, The floor is yours here. Julio Rodriguez
1: has had himself a resurgent week this week. He leads the league in stolen bases, and yesterday he was one of the big proponents in that win yesterday that the the Mariners had against the Marlins. Mariners won – did I say Marlins? Yeah. Yeah, I meant to say manners, eight to seven. And Julio went went four for four yesterday. Two runs, two RBIs, and he hit a home run.
0: And he leads the league in stolen bases with 10. What about his hard, hard hit rate? You were talking about that a little bit earlier. He's 43rd in hard hit rate, higher than a bunch of guys in the majors.
1: Like, I think he's higher than Cody Bellinger. And give me a sec. I I had it up, and I forgot to note, but I definitely know it's higher than Cody Bellinger. Right now, the guy who leads at a hard hit rate is Aaron Judge. Like, what a surprise. 64? Yeah, 64% or something like that. Hard hit percentage, 64.8. Like, what a shock. But freaking Julio Rodriguez is a menace right now, like a straight menace to society. Like he's on his Pat Bev right now Hitting the ball If you know Pat Bev That's my guy Shout out Pat Bev
0: Royce Lewis Former number one overall pick Made his MLB debut This past week for Minnesota Pretty much only came up Because Carlos Correa was was hurt But I think he had, he had a pretty good debut He had a hit And
1: so he, he was decent I mean nothing, nothing else uh, He's not ready though He's not ready Alec Thomas for the Diamondbacks hit a home run versus Miami in that game. Uh, I think it was the crazy game that they were up three to one, and then Jazz and the crew put 11 up to come back to win the whole game. So it was a uh, he got his home run. Oh, it was
0: a wild ass game.
1: Yeah. Merrill Kelly was on the mound. He gave up three. He had a good start, but no run support.
0: Kelnick sent down to AAA. He's been abysmal in his. Yeah. Really, two seasons now.
1: Actually, sorry. Merrill Kelly did not pitch that start That he came back. But, yeah, Kelnick got demoted. Optioned, actually. They said optioned. I love – you know what I love about this media shit? Um, when it's a young player playing bad, they call it optioned. Now, when it's a vet who's proven himself in the majors, he's demoted. I'm like, what's yeah. the difference? You're, you're getting demoted. Like, Kelnick, he's gotten demoted.
0: I like see. Paul Leon like, got sent down.
1: Yeah, that's also big we'll talk about that with Alvin next week, you know. I, I can't wait to talk to Alvin next week about the Cardinals. Like we gotta have a conversation. We we gotta talk. We have yeah. to talk.
0: All right, all right, yeah, you're you're hitting the table and that will make it hard for viewers, ears.
1: You know, George Kirby had a good start. Um looking back at that trade, uh, Cano actually started yes played yesterday for the Padres on um, pretty net neutral trade looking back at that. Yeah. That's uh Mariners
0: trade Nowadays So That I- <laughs> neutral All right Let's do Pushing P Team Pushing P Team of the week The Rock I mean, you talk Because I can talk About the moment I can yeah. go uh, I mean the Rockies so- Had a bad week They went one and five They uh Have lost They lost three To The Giants Lost two To Kansas City They've definitely Regressed You know They're still What What's their overall record here? They're they're still seventeen and seventeen right at five hundred, but they've been really bad. Yeah. Uh, they
1: they blew a game yesterday. Daniel Bard, shout out Daniel Bard for blowing the game because he gave me an inning pitched and he gave me a strikeout so I can beat Rob because we tied 4-4-4. If he doesn't do that, I lose the week. And he doesn't get me one strikeout, I lose the week. So shout out Daniel Bard, not for the blown save, but for giving me a strikeout. Um, that was a fun series. Um, lots of runs were put up. Like, there's a 14 to 11 game on Saturday night, I think, or Friday or Saturday night. Um, good, good, good classic uh Rockies game, you know.
0: Yep, but they've definitely been struggling since their hot start. Chris right. Bryant, Chris Bryant hit the IL too. Yeah,
1: that'll be, be a part of IL talk. If, you know, we'll yeah, run into- it. All
0: right. What? What's your moment of the week? Which we are all know what it is. So yesterday,
1: like I said, I woke up, watched the Peacock game, and you know I was chilling with my mom, and we watched the we watched the Reds Pirates, and we were watching in the sixth inning, and it was zero zero, and I noticed the Pirates had not gotten a hit, and I kept watching, and I kept watching. I actually watched because uh, Rob trying to ruin my Sunday, because he thought it was all cool that he was going to be like. First off, he woke up and chose violence because knowing that the games start at like nothing. 1030 you had to be up at nine deciding to make pickups so rob decided to make three pickups he decided to pick up three pitchers funny on him like he pitched up picked up two starting pitchers pitching in the same game so you tried to get the wins but you didn't man like you you screwed yourself like if you would have picked some other pitcher that would have gotten the win like you would have beat me but you pitched a pitcher versus another pitcher so you, you screwed yourself but um I was actually watching because he had Jose Quintana, and Jose Quintana had the start of his life. Um, of course, it was against the Reds. Um, they got to the eighth inning, and Hunter Green was already at like 100, 105 pitches, and I was like, okay, come on, Reds. I, I need Quintana to get an L. I can't have Quintana getting a win. And the Reds got a man on second, and then they casually just gonna bring him home. Then Tyler Naquin earlier in the game lined into a double play casually. And they actually ended up losing. And Hunter Green pitched a no-hitter, a combined no-hitter, and still lost.
0: Through eight innings, it, mu- it must be.
1: Through eight innings. They watched, dudes, and that clearly is freaking poverty.
0: Like, I mean, that is, that's going to be the highlight of their season.
1: I was late to a grad party because I thought the Reds were actually going to win. But no, of course, I I stayed because like, you know, you ever have those things in sports? You're just like, man, I want to
0: see this happen. I want to see that. I mean, that's why we watch. We watch to see something special happen. And I was
1: like, man, this guy has a no hitter. And my mom asked me, Luis, why are you still watching? You're going to be late to this grad party. And I was like, there's a no hitter. And like, I know it's a mid off, but I would gladly watch a mid off if there's something interesting happening. And clearly they're atrocious. Um. Daniel Vogelbach, uh, man, that man is huge. Like, he is
0: huge. He was like, on spring training once. He's massive.
1: Like I saw that man hit, and I don't know how, if you're a catcher, he fouled tipped the ball into the catching net. I don't know how the catcher, Aramis Garcia, caught that ball. But he is huge, man. He is, we're talking, like, turkey legs and turkey arms, bro, on his leg. I mean, It's He's huge. But that's the moment. Um, yeah, the Reds are shit.
0: It, they're yeah they have been represented in pushing P pretty frequently this year. All right, but
1: they, but, they, but the, the last thing I'll say is that they saved themselves from being the team because they actually had an okay week and they beat the Pirates two times and they beat the Brewers, so they saved
0: themselves. Yep. But this yeah, all right. We yeah. Uh, uh, next week or this week now. Top I love the
1: I love the confidence when you're like yeah oh, yeah you mm-hmm. know.
0: Yeah, they're, they're bad. Uh, I don't know what else to say about the Ritz. Uh, Great assets. Some good series this week to look for. We got St. Louis against the Mets. They actually got rained out tonight, so they'll play a doubleheader on Tuesday and then a game on Wednesday. That's a good series. Really good, uh, I guess, measuring stick for the Cardinals and will be a series that is talked about uh, with Alden next Monday.
1: Also, before you continue, it is also – the rematch of the benches clean brawl from two weeks ago
0: that is right uh we got atlanta milwaukee monday through wednesday san diego at philly tuesday through thursday atlanta at miami this weekend friday through sunday white Sox uh yankees again this weekend this time in the bronx dodgers at phillies again this weekend friday through sunday this time in philly and then San Diego at San Francisco Friday through Sunday, uh, kind of going off that NL West contenders outside of the Dodgers series there. And then yeah, you can. So what's our Sunday night baseball? Is it is it White Sox Yankees? Yeah.
1: yeah so I think that's going to be the. Well, it can't be the. Can't be the. Well, can it be K Rod? Why couldn't because it be? Because I'm not. I'm confused because I know when ESPN had games during the week. The national telecast would happen, and also the local telecast.
0: Right? No, they don't have the local telecast on Sunday.
1: Sunday night. That's so okay. Funny. So then, so K Rod probably happens because then Michael K is not working for Yes that
0: night. Right. There was no K Rod last night, right?
1: There was no K Rod last night because they were they had hockey.
0: They had the Flames Stars So
1: right. yeah,
0: I'll run through the national schedule. It could be hockey next Sunday. I don't know.
1: Actually, it could be yeah, uh, because game one's and game two, and there, and it could be basketball too.
0: It, well, yeah, if they're not on ABC, but I think I they're on. Actually,
1: actually, they start the series tomorrow, unless they go two.
0: It's if they Tuesday, go, Thursday,
1: Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so unless they do two days in between the series, which it's a it's actually every other day. Oh, so they're not doing this two day BS anymore. No. Okay, so yeah, so the Sunday night game of the week is White Sox and the Yankees at the Bronx. That'll be a good game. Um, and the rest of the series, we got fucked. I- I'm going to just be honest with you guys. <laughs> like, it, like, the baseball guys do not like us. They gave us tomorrow night on TBS Houston versus Boston, which, I mean, could be entertaining, but at the same time could be an utter, like, awful game. Um, then we got Pirates versus the Cubs on YouTube TV. I think that's a Wednesday afternoon or Thursday. So, yeah, I will definitely not be on YouTube TV watching that game. It's free. So, I mean, they had to put a shit game. Then <laughs> on, on Apple TV, like, if the baseball gods hated us enough to watching the Pirates once, they're going to make us watch them again on Friday night versus St. Louis. So, uh, That's yeah. bad. Then the doubleheader is Texas and Houston, which Texas sucks, but they can put up some type of runs.
0: God, the Peacock game. What the
1: heck? What's up with this? The Peacock game. So, if you thought the baseball gods hated us for watching the Pirates twice, they're making us watch them three times. And they're actually like, Yeah, we're going to screw you again and make you watch St. Louis versus the Pirates again on Peacock on Sunday
0: morning. Gladly. If you got church, just go to church. If you got to go be somewhere, just go do it. Just go outside. Don't watch this game. Go outside and enjoy the weather. It's nice. Actually, Actually, go watch Formula One and it's, there's a Barcelona race, and it's
1: lasted last the Prem, so I will gladly be doing that. People will be using Peacock not for – yeah, that's the thing. I will be even, won't be able because I'll have my Peacock account watching
0: Arsenal. Just go outside. Don't watch this game. Why do the Pittsburgh Pirates have three nationally televised games this week? That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Some grab-bat it's I want to
1: talk about this week. You watched – you see Pujols get on.
0: I Pittsburgh. did. He pitched – gave up a bomb. Yeah, of course he did. But it, that was kind of funny. First time pitching in his career. I saw that last night. Yeah. And so now I want to
1: go into some IL talks, Some quick hitters. Um, uh, Ronald Acuna, he's day to day with the groin. You see that? Yeah. What Any thoughts? And you saw that like, health. You see I saw that, some that.
0: weird quote out there. Yeah.
1: Brandon Snicker and Acuna. The manager said like, "Hey, you're going to have to like." change the way you play because you're going to keep getting hurt. And then is like, well, if I change the way I play, it's going to take who, who I am. Right. Um, both, both fair points, I think. Uh, Chris Sale resumed playing catch on Monday, which is today. Um, Michael Waka for the Red Sox pitching, uh, pitched in two-inning simulated game today. Um, Cubs littered Nick, Hor- Nick Horner, David Robinson. Marcus Stroman just hit the IL. Uh, they're all out. Nick Madrigal is on the IL as well. Uh, White Sox, Jolito, could return to the COVID list this week. Uh, Lance Lynn is getting close to coming back. always um, progressing faster than expected. So reinforcements on the way. Reds, I'm not going to talk about the Reds because they're – Who cares? God, who cares? They're, they're hurt. Uh, Josh Naylor, we didn't talk about Naylor, the Naylor machine, how that man just raped like eight RBIs in two games. Uh, he got COVID. So COVID got, took away his superpowers. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Chris Bryant, we talked about him being on the I.L. Austin Meadows hit the I.L. Casey Mize hit the I.L. Victor Reyes was placed on the I.L. Uh,
0: Casey Mize injured again. Jeez. Drummy Pena day-to-day. That's key. Mountcastle hit the I.L. Mountcastle. Uh,
1: Alberto Mondesi, I.L. Uh, He's been out for the whole season for a while. Angels, uh, they're, they're, get, they're good. They're decently. Just COVID's hitting on them. So they're, they're still decent. Uh, Dodgers have been hit, man. Dodgers are a laundry list. They got he- Heaney, Kershaw, Trinan, Price, Dustin May, and Duffy, even though they've been out. They actually have Dylan tens. I didn't know that. Yeah. Know that uh, for the Marlins, Jesus Lizardo had a decent year, and Joey Wendell both hit the IL. That's a tough for a team trying to get over the hump. McCutcheon hit the IL once he's activated from COVID. He's on the COVID IL. Willy uh, Adames might be hit, hit the IL. He stayed to day with an ankle. Uh, Carlos Correa hit the IL. Uh, Miguel Sano, 60-day IL. Uh, oh, my God. Jacob Degrom is having an MRI today. Uh, Mets are actually getting hit by injuries. Tyler, Tyler Miguel, Taylor Miguel, IL, that's big.
0: Yeah, uh, he's been good for them.
1: Yankees, clean bill other than Domingo who has been on the IL for ages. Uh,
0: not right. talking, we should not, wrap this because this has been the longest podcast ever.
1: I'm not talking about the A's, not talking about the Phillies. I mean, that's pretty much it, you know. That's, that's your baseball talk of the week.
0: Yeah. I hope you all enjoyed if anyone is still listening at this point. Hey, what, what series are you watch? This week?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, outside the Yanks, I'm probably going to be tapped into that Cardinals-Mets series, to be honest. I'm going to tap into the Reds versus the Blue Jays because I'm going to get an extended look at the Blue Jays. You and the Reds, man. No, but I get to watch the Blue Jays. It's in Canada. so. Well, why don't you just watch the Blue Jays? They're playing the Marlins right now. That's a good series. I, got, I don't have it on television. Or not the Marlins, sorry. The freaking Mariners.
1: I don't have them on TV. I don't have that movie network.
0: Hmm.
1: And I don't want to use my other means of getting games right now.
0: And that's it. That is it. That is it. Um, Well, yeah. Thank you all for listening uh, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out.